Welcome back to our series about Storyist, and we're talking about how to create a PDF of our documents. This is uh, the second video in this uh, in this kind of you know this is kind of the second part of a video. Watch the first part to get up to speed of where we are right now. We've already created our PDF here inside Storyist, and it's looking handsome. But there are a few things that I'd like to uh, change. So right now the template will apply a font. This is I believe Georgia, and it also applies a header on the left hand side of the page. In fact, let me change this over to from view layout go. Ah, oh, what a shame. We can't actually do that here. Uh, let's go view layout two up so that we can see two pages and in fact maybe I'm going to close my project navigator here on the left hand side or the project view rather so that we're left with this and now I can see what my book would look like side by side this is the first page then this is you know second the third page and so forth so it's all looking okay but I'm not entirely happy with perhaps the header here I like to change that uh, perhaps I'm gonna change the page number so that the that the even ones are on the left hand side in the footer and the odd ones are on the right hand side in the footer or possible and uh, perhaps I'm not entirely sure about the font perhaps I'd prefer something like more like a sans serif font instead of a serif font so let's have a look at how to do that so right now, this all this whole formatting thing has happened because Stories applies a set of template options to it, and it does a marvelous job at that. But there is always a way that we want to override it and make changes to it. So to again have another look at how this philosophy works, let's have a look at the format inspector here on the right hand side, and um, have a look at the styles box here. So uh, currently there's a tick box here that says apply formatting from this template, which is called chapters. We have a couple of others here. We have title page, table of contents, parts, and chapters. So those are all here, depending on what kind of book role my documents on the right hand, on the left hand side here have. So in my case, the title page, if I select that, then it doesn't actually display that. You have to kind of scroll there manually. But uh, just to get the formatting going, the title page's role is indeed title page. And as such, the formatting is very different than in the rest of the document. So it's all got the same handwriting, but nowhere else in the document do we have a title that's that big. This is kind of just reserved for the title page. The copyright notice has a book body role here, but I can change that to something else. And uh, the table of contents, which is also automatically generated, also has a role of table of contents here. So that is what each single file can can have so the book role but with it applies also a new style sheet and um, we can let's let's change this into something else perhaps let's use the parts and chapters instead and see what happens now so um, this is only applied to whatever selected on the left hand side so notice that stories only needs to rebuild the copyright notice because say the table of contents had already had that applied already because that's kind of automatically generated and my manuscript had the chapters applied here but the copyright notice had uh, also had the chapters applied and now it's got the parts and chapters applied so it needs to be rebuilt if we do that we can see that stories should be done with that very quickly because it doesn't have to rebuild the rest of the document here which is very handy so um, 
we can't actually see a difference, which is a shame. So I, I, I had hoped I could I could show you something here, but I guess I can't. It's one of those things. And um, the the thing that we can do though is we can untick this box and apply formatting from any of these templates here. And we just uncheck that. Then uh, the if I now say rebuild PDF, then we will see that my copyright notice looks very different because now the formatting matches the source document, which is remember that was a notebook page. Let me just bring that back here. Let me bring the project view back. If we look at the copyright notice now, this is the same formatting. So this is Helvetica, this is a sans serif font, and in the PDF now the formatting looks the same. So, but if I now hit this tick box and say apply formatting from template parts or chapters or chapters, it doesn't actually matter. And if I rebuild that, then I can see that out of a sudden my copyright notice looks different. I'm telling you this, I'm making such a big deal of it because there is a way that we can take whatever stories is provided here and bring that in for further refinement. And this is how it kind of works. Let me just shrink this down a little bit here. I don't know what's with the beach balling here. Didn't My computer didn't do that yesterday and today he's beach balling like crazy. So I really don't know what's going on there. So there is another little uh, trick that we can apply here in the bottom corner. There's this little gear icon. And if you click on that, you can see an advanced option. And you can see this option here, which is import intermediate files to project. And what that means is that whatever story is just done under the hood to create this dummy PDF right now. That is, of course, a set of files in a temporary folder that is not exposed right now. And if we select this option, then we're going to get access to those files. So let me do that. Let me click that. And what we see here in the project view is that we now have a folder full of PDF files. If I open that, then I can see that I have four files which look suspiciously similar to the four files that I have here in the PDF view. And in fact, these are now the editable versions of whatever the PDF object, the book object has created for me. Notice that title page and table of contents are italic here. That means they're automatically generated by the book object. But the copyright notice and the broken bowels manuscript here, those are text files that come straight from my document up here, from my project up here. Now what I can do is uh, perhaps we'll just demonstrate this with the copyright notice. I can select it here in the, in the PDF view and just hit the delete key or I can just right click on it and say um, remove the copyright notice from the book object and now it's gone. Now what I can do is I can drag the copyright notice that has been exported from this object back into my book object like so. I can just literally drag it in here. See what I did there? Now the um, formatting that the book object had previously applied is basically inherent in here. It's got a different page formatting because that is just set project-wide, but the formatting is certainly set to that. Let me actually go over and uh, change the layout to um, one up again, the page layout, so that it's kind of centered here. So I can see that this is now the copyright notice that I had before, but this is now set in the font that the book was set in. So the secret ingredient to the source here is basically that I can replace all these documents from the temporary files that Stories had created here. Let me do that for all the files, actually, the title page and my all my manuscript, or basically everything, and drag either all of them in there or just select that little plus icon, say add project files. And now I'm going to 
add all these items to my book object. And if I do that, I can see that they're all text files now and none of them is automatically generated anymore. So they're all files that I now have access to and I can now change the formatting of. Now by default, notice that these tick boxes are still ticked in the book object. So what I have to do is I'm gonna untick this with all these documents selected. Let me just check if that is correct. Title page, copyright page, table of contents, and my manuscript. None of them have this little tick mark enabled here, which means that when I make a change over here on the left-hand side, say to the title page, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna enter something like my subtitle, Tales of a Super Survivor, uh, which I want in a different font. So I'm going to park my cursor in here and I'm going to say perhaps uh, this could be my book subtitle. So I'm just going to select this subtitle. This is what it looks like now. That's kind of what I want. This is, this is nice for a title page. I could also add other information on here. Now I'm going to go back to my book object, which is this one here. And now I'm going to rebuild the PDF and notice what happens now. There we go. So now this formatting, this extra thing that I've just added here on my in my project view on the title page has been applied. And now I have my author, my title and my subtitle on the title page. And this is how we can proceed in adjusting the formatting that we saw for the rest of the document. So perhaps let's have a look at the table of contents in which I'd like the title contents just a little bit larger. So what I'm going to have to do here is go over to my table of contents in the project navigator. Is that actually what it's called? It is, isn't it? The project view. There we go. Project view. And uh, here, even though the page formatting is different, I can park my cursor in here. And this is now called the contents heading because the styles are also being taken across. So I can uh, just either head over to edit style here and say that the contents heading that's Georgia and regular in size 12 perhaps I want to make that 20 and in all caps as well and this is a little preview I get so I click OK and this is now what the contents looks like so now I'm going to go back to my book object the PDF edition as we're going to call it here and uh, this uh, story tells me now that this one file needs rebuilding so that should be very quick if I hit um, uh, build PDF. All I just need to make sure is that this tick box is not ticked because otherwise I won't see my changes. So make sure this tick box apply formatting from template is not ticked. Then rebuild the PDF. Let stories do its thing and then we should see that my contents heading is much larger. So that's how we do that. Let's have a look at the rest of the manuscript and uh, have a look in here and see that perhaps this font for my liking is a little bit too large. Perhaps we can bring the page count down a little bit if I make that a little bit smaller. There's also something else that uh, we haven't quite discussed yet. This is hyphenation. So I can see that here most difficult that's hyphenated. But my original manuscript was not hyphenated. And the way hyphenation works in stories is that the book object actually takes care of that for us. And we can see that on the format inspector under layout and substitutions here. There it is, hyphenate text. 
Speaking of substitutions, we can do a number of other things here. So we can convert to topographers quotes. Uh, they look slightly different than the quotes that we that we make in, in the English language, like 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 these ones. They, they look a little bit different. Then there's also uh, em dashes. They, they also look a little bit different. There's the, the dash looks like a minus sign and the em dash looks more like a like an elongated one. If you had two next to each other, you wouldn't see a gap in there. I believe that's what it is. Then there's also remove the first paragraph indent. So if I tick that, then this little guy will be removed. These, however, will stay intact. And then the last, which is an interesting one, is here replace the section separators with three dashes or an empty line. So the section separators, remember, those are the little hash marks that we place in our manuscript to, to decide where a new section start. So if we create the PDF, we can replace that automatically. Sadly, we can't do that on the ebook version, not yet anyway. Uh, maybe Steve is working on it, I don't know. But for creating a PDF, we can either take those out and replace them with these little um, like asterisks here, or we can replace them with a blank line. Just wanted you to know that is there. Let's have a quick look at the formatting of my original manuscript here. So notice that I don't, I'm not going to go into my real manuscript, which is this one here at the top, which is of course still set in courier. So that is what I type. But then on in this little here, the PDF edition files, my manuscript now looks like this. And so now the other formatting is applied, including the new font. So if I click into here, I can either now change the, the, the font of a chapter or I can just click into the text here, scroll either to the top here and uh, on my styles, which is now called the, the section text. Let's find the section text. Here it is. Either um, click that little disclosure triangle and select edit here or head over to format style edit current style. This is where I can make a substitution now. So first of all, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of the line indent for all paragraphs. I'm going to set that to zero. And I like the idea that the paragraphs are slightly separated from one another. So I'm going to add that little space back in here just with three points before and after a paragraph. I'm just going to insert that little bit of a gap here. And I'm also going to make my font size a little bit smaller, perhaps 10. And here's a little preview of what that's going to look like. If you don't like Georgia, you can use something else. You can perhaps use Times or you can uh, you can use, uh, well, anything really. Perhaps uh, Helvetica is another fairly, or Helvetica Neue is a fairly um, popular font right now. I don't know if it's if 10 is going to look good. Let's just try it out. Hit OK. This is already reformatted. But of course, in our book object, that hasn't happened yet. So just making sure the Tick boxes unticked here, apply formatting from template, make sure that is unticked and let's rebuild the template and see what it looks like. That's the beauty of it. I can just rebuild my PDF, have a quick look if I'm happy. I can even print out a page and see what it looks like on printed paper and see if that's if that's the formatting I fancy. And if it does, let's go ahead, give it to the printer. If it isn't, then, you know, let's make another change until we're happy. So this is what my book would look like in Helvetica Neue. Not bad either. I can see that uh, because of the smaller text size, I now have a sm slightly, slight, slightly smaller page count. So the page is going to be actually a little bit cheaper if I, if I uh, print it that way. Actually, there is one other thing I can show you, and that is how to customize headers and footers in your print-ready PDFs. Join me for that in the next video.